What's good and 10 pretty people? My name is Kari. This is my crib. And tonight, I welcome you into my home for another evening of Kari's Crib Live. We got a good one for you tonight. We're going to be talking some shit, going over some news, some current events. I got a dope guest tonight, an international, an international award-winning advocate, life coach, and dope poet. Michael Lamb, a.k.a. Miss Mikey, will be joining us this evening. Uh, my homegirl Mimi is joining me as well, as usual. How are you doing this evening, Mimi? What you been up to this week? Hopefully everything's been good with you. <laughs> Very long run on sentence, wasn't that? Wasn't that? Yes, I know. It was. A little I bit. Know it was. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Kari. <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? Mm. I'm good. Taking my first um, sip of the funny. evening. For real. You know? <laughs> and already starting. Here we go. Ah, there you go. Petty as fuck. I like that mug. I like that mug. Petty as fuck. I got you. I'll send you one. Copy, copy. Um, so how you, how you been What's that? My week has been crazy. Not as crazy as your potential president, but crazy. Which which potential president? <laughs> He ain't gonna be my brother. That <laughs> other one from Chicago. The one from Chicago that's been uh wilding out and spazzing and yo, he's he's been uh going a little bonkers uh lately. Already know. Did you watch his um his uh 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 what's it, what the fuck is it called? His rally. That's that's what that was? That was a rally? Yes. Did that you, was a Kanye presidential rally. Did you watch it? Of course I did. And what so did, what did you I'm think? totally up on. Okay, so boom. First and foremost, why don't you have a mic, bro? You yeah. thought this was one of your concerts? He didn't. Have I don't a mic. know. He huh? didn't have a mic. Yeah. He, Kanye did not have a mic in the beginning. You couldn't hear him. Um, he was tripping. then. All right. So, as far as the rally goes. Kanye is on some shit, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, his Harriet Tubman comment, his crying, his yeah, that was proclaiming wild. to... I'm sorry? I said them Harriet Tubman comments was wild. Like, Bro. How did... I can't. I can't. How are you going to say she didn't free any slaves? She just... what? I can't go verbatim. Some shit about... She just took them to go work for another white man. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Like, there was a whole lot of black businesses back then, you know? Like, there was just thriving black businesses that slaves can go work at and get paid and shit. So here's my yeah. thing. That wasn't a reality um, then. I get it. That time was very, very difficult for black people, but we had a lot of white allies. Some shit wouldn't have gotten done if we didn't have allies. True indeed. True indeed. True indeed. Now, so, you know, you just took him to go work for another white man. Okay. That now, white man wasn't beating and lynching their asses either. Now, are we, are, are we taking him serious? Absolutely not. Are I we never taking take him serious? Anything. Because you know he got an album coming out. He, he recently announced an album coming out, too. Mm-hmm. The, the follow-up It'll to probably, his Jesus is King listen, album, which is coming out this month. 
if the shit was released on election day, that would make sense. No, it's coming out this. It's coming out like next week. Well, that's stupid. It's coming out next week, so... He's not fully thinking. Now, or maybe he is fully thinking. Maybe he's just trolling us. Maybe he's fully aware of everything he's doing just to get attention. Just to get attention so you, for this album. He's, he, so yo, are you trying to tell... Wait, are you trying last, to tell me that the crazy man is trying to make us crazy? The last time he was a crazy man, guess what happened right after he had on the fucking MAGA hat? He dropped the album. Oh, really? Yes. Well, he dropped the I album. Buy, I didn't even listen. He dropped the album. You know, every Which? time he acts foolish like this and goes on these fucking ridiculous rants like he did uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> did you see his tweets last night? Last night he started spazzing. Yeah. Actually, no, you did see them because you sent them to me. You know? Yes. The, mm-hmm. the, the everybody knows That's the movie what? Get Out is about me. Yo, that, that tweet right there. Right. That dude is uh he's on one. He's on one. So Yo, how you gonna how how do you say shit like that? It ain't gonna say some shit about the the West kids will never be filmed by their mother being Playboy. What? Yeah. What are was. you trying to say about the mom? The head Kardashian. Yeah. Did you the, he was, um, <laughs> Kim was trying to fly to Wyoming with a doctor to lock me up like on the movie Get Out because I cried about <laughs> saving my daughter's life yesterday. That yeah, was a tweet bro. from last night. Okay, so. And then he scrubbed it today. And then he scrubbed it today. Or yes, somebody scrubbed it today. I noticed that as well. Somebody scrubbed I it totally today. I totally noticed that. But wait, did you understand why he started crying? He was emotional. He thought about killing his daughter or his, or his son. No. North no, is his daughter no, or son? No, no, no. No, and North no. North is a son, right? He is didn't start crying until he started talking about his daddy. Oh, did, yeah. his, did his dad pass away? No, his dad's still no. alive. Listen, he said, my mother saved my life. <laughs> Hold on, it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of funny. It's very funny. I'm sorry. You're not supposed to. You are not supposed to laugh at mentally ill people. So, do we know that he's mentally ill, or are we assuming? Yeah, he has to be. Every every he, time he gets really mentally ill, there's an album coming out. And Janae said North is a girl. Right. I wasn't sure if North was a girl or a boy. I can't with you. So I wasn't, I wasn't wait, sure. let me go back. It's like I, it's like so, I know, but I I know who they are, but I don't really follow them like that. You know, I don't really be don't like all in their life and really give a fuck that. I much. don't even watch the E Channel. I don't watch the Kardashian Network. Whatever. Um, Shorty said my father didn't want me. He told my mother to have an abortion. Like I'm paraphrasing, um, because he was too busy and starts crying. Like his he face almost, he was almost Jordan. Crying. He almost was he was he, he was almost in a trash can, you know. He was he's No, back. he was almost in the husband. 
<laughs> I think it's a rollout though. I think it's a rollout though. You know? But you know what? We just jumped into this and shit. We didn't really say hi to nobody and shit. We got a lot of house hey, guests out here tonight in the in the chat. You know? What's up to all my house guests out here in the chat? What's up, Walt, Nisha, Hector, Janae, Jasmine, Iman? Yo, what's good with all of y'all? I'm glad you joined us this evening for the stream. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good, you know? Um, but yeah, I think this is a rollout. Um, yo, his uh, his tweets was ridiculous. I'm gonna focus on my music now. He ended his tweet his 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 tweet rant with uh, I'm gonna focus on the music now. You know, he's he pretty much E and NBC was uh keeping his family from him according to his tweets. They, yeah, he said, I, love I, my wife. Um, I want my family to my live My family near must me. live next to me. It's not up to E or NBC anymore. It's like, damn, they was, they was pretty much controlling your life like that? Taking over? Saying, yo, you guys to come here? But without, without them? Mm, that's fucked up. They but, don't want to live in Wyoming with your shaman. <laughs> they don't. They don't. Wyoming is a, that's a that's a weird place to live. Probably really cheap um real estate, but a nice place to live, you know. But I'm going to open up the chat. I'm going to open up the uh I'm going to put the phones or actually not the chat. The chat's already open. Y'all already in there chatting and I, I like that too. But I'm going to open up the phones as well. Call in, let us know your thoughts as well on these matters, you know. Number is 813-559-3339. Feel free to call and chime in with uh the shit we talking about this evening, you know? But uh, yeah, I, I definitely think it's a rollout. I think, cause he got an album coming next week. Mm -hmm. It's uh, I think it's gonna be his second Christian album. Is it gonna be, I think, I believe it's all, he's, he's pretty much a gospel rapper now, right? Christian rapper, mm -hmm. Christian MC. I think I listened to his last album like once. I'm like, I can't really do it. I didn't. He's wearing a MAGA hat, you know? I, I can't really do can't, it. I can't rock with it like that. MAGA. Can't want to. You don't get the fuck out of here with that shit. Shit. So, what you think? Roll out or is he actually crazy? Both. Both? Both? Both. And I high key believe that his ass is working for Trump. You think he's working for Trump? Uh, Hell yeah. I think he said something in the past about running to help Trump or some shit like that. But yep. yeah, I thought for a second, I thought he was like, yo, I'm not fucking with, with, with the shit no more. But now it kind of seems like they're in cahoots a little bit. Exactly. That's how that's in cahoots. But. It's album time, so this is the best time to uh, act a fool because everybody's gonna be looking at me and I'm gonna be able to say, yo, I'm crazy. Kim wants to lock me up. I'm like the movie Get Out. Is that movie was about me? And my new album, Donda's coming out July 24th. Exactly. <laughs> so Hector, Hector in the chat says, Jesus refuses to take the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. Jesus is like, yo, B, I'm chilling. I ain't rocking with you on this ride, B. <laughs> I wouldn't either. Like, yeah. Jesus is like, nah, I'm busy, bro. Go yeah, talk to somebody else. Yeah, Kanye tripping on that, man. 
He tripping on Absolutely. that. I can't. I can't rock with uh, Kanye with that shit. So what else we we got? I can't. So that's I can't a rollout. So it's a definite rollout, or it's a definite run for presidency. I'm telling you, it's both. Both. Okay. Not both. both. It's both. Both. With two F. With two Fs, yeah. <laughs> f- 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 fuck that shit. <laughs> all of that shit. <laughs> all right. So let's uh, we we done. Let's get that one out of here. That's a rollout. We think it's did a rollout. We don't think it's note? real. Shout out to Hector for liking the stream. We appreciate that. Nisha, appreciate you liking the stream. Uh, all right, we gonna we gonna get rid of that one then. All right, Kanye. Kanye is rolling out his role for presidency. I think he's trolling us though. I think he's trolling. Did you um? I thought we was kind of done with talking about this uh, last week. You know, I thought we was Funny done. Yeah. I I thought no the, man. Oh, we could go to that one too. You know, we can go to that Damn. one too. We can go to that one too. So you recently said that, um, and we're talking about uh, Tori and Megan. There hasn't been many updates to uh, mm-hmm. what happened uh, last week, but there has been a few. Right. Uh, one of them, I think uh, somebody heard that somebody said that Megan pulled out a knife. <laughs> and Which made you super happy yo, and I, super giddy. I, I don't mean to laugh at this situation. Hold on. Domestic violence is not okay. The, nor domestic is violence funny. is a no-no. It's not okay. And you should never, ever do it. But when, when this story first when this story first came out, when this when I first heard this story, the first thing I did was I sent a video in my group chat of the Harlem Night scene. You know, where uh mm-hmm. she pulled out the knife and said, uh, oh, so you're gonna shoot me in the pinky toe. <laughs> Come on, sucker. Uh Oh shit! So, uh, <laughs> so now that it's coming out that she might have pulled out a fucking knife, yo. Mm-hmm. The fact that it's like pretty much kind of like that scene now, and uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh shit, that 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 made me so. No, uh, only you. That I wasn't, shit made you I wasn't so happy. happy. I wasn't. I you wasn't happy. So I wouldn't say party. I was happy. I wasn't party. happy. I wasn't it happy. It was like somebody gave you a free L. You were like, what? I wouldn't <laughs> say I was happy. You know, but you I just found it kind of amusing. You know, mm, kind of. Because Megan's pulling out. Megan's pulling out the knife. You know. And uh, <laughs> Tory pulls out the gun, and he probably saw this movie. He remembered this scene. I'm not playing with you. I will blow that little. B- and he said, "I'm not playing with you." And she said, "Motherfucker!" And guess what happened? Guess what happened? Pop, pop, pop! You don't stop fucking with me. Now put the radio. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I don't know. Quick, go ahead. Take your now, 
So she shot him. She sh- he, he shot her. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Now, if she did pull out a knife, is he justified? I don't I don't think so. No. Because I didn't think Eddie Murphy, because I didn't think Eddie Murphy was justified in shooting her in the movie. Hold on. Technically, you have to match energy with energy. True, true indeed, true indeed, true indeed. Though I'm, now, not, I'm not condoning domestic violence. I can understand how he would pull out a gun because she isn't Amazon compared to him. Just I wouldn't say. say Amazon. She's she's a lot. She's eight inches taller than him. Speaking of Amazon, have you ever uh, searched Amazon position on Pornhub? It's, 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 it's very interesting. You should search Amazon position oh, on no. Pornhub. I, I bet no. you that's a position Meg would have had Tori in. Amazon position. Search it on YouTube. This shit is wild. This shit is wild. But, uh, but uh, I might try it again one day. Never mind. I didn't say that. So what's going on? What was we talking about? Megan. I wouldn't call her this Amazon. She's tall. Tuesday. She's tall, right? Uh, she's is, tall. Today is Tuesday, not Friday. You are trying to take it there. <laughs> I don't know what type of trade you're smoking today. Okay, so is he justified in pulling out uh, a pistol? No. Because she pulled out a blade? No. Mm-hmm. Now, what if she grabbed the gun? Now, what if she grabbed the gun and he tried to grab it back and in the scuffle, the gun went off, pow! And she's like, oh, shit, my pinky toe! No, so boom. They're saying that she she and her friend, they wanted to get out of the car and Tori said no. Okay. I I don't don't know the full story. You tell me the story. I don't know the full story. Tell I me, wasn't tell there. Me, tell me what you heard. What you heard. What you heard through the grapevine. I read in the blogs and such mm-hmm. that her friend, herself and her friend, they were in the car with Tori, and she wanted to get out of the car. They both wanted to be let out. Okay. Tori, you know, little man complex. He like, no. He tried to get big on her, and she pulled out the knife. I don't know what was <laughs> said in the vehicle. Okay. Um, allegedly. All right. So. You know the knife and then the gun. So she was like, nigga, don't be trying to hold me hostage. All that of that. Of shit. Okay, got you. Mm-hmm. Got you. And then he said, but I got a pistol. I hate you. I hate you so much. <laughs> he got, I got a pistol. Like, what is he, an anime character? <laughs> yes. Uh, Do you see him? <laughs> I can't. Listen, Tori and Megan's entanglement is not what I'm trying to deal with. That's the that's interesting let's entanglement talk about they got. new entanglement song, though. Yes. I, well, what day did this song come out? This song came out on, like, uh, Saturday or Sunday? What day it came out? Saturday or Sunday? Yeah, I think I want to say it was Sunday. I think it was Sunday, too. I woke up on a Sunday morning. I was just chilling. I went and sat on my balcony, you know. Did my little morning wake and bake, you know. I was baking. I pulled out my phone, and then all of a sudden, fucking in my shit, I see entanglements. I'm like entanglements again, featuring Rick Ross. I'm like, hmm, this is interesting, you know. And mm-hmm. it was August Alcina. It wasn't just Rick Ross. It was August Alcina it, it's actually featuring. August Rick Ross. 
Right. So I played it. I said, okay, let's let's listen to this. Let's play this. You know, let's see how this saga continues. You know? And we didn't really so learn we didn't really learn nothing new in the song. You right. know? We didn't learn learn nothing new. Uh I think I got it pulled up over here. You know, maybe we could uh listen yeah. to it a little bit. And uh don't get mad if I talk over it because uh, I don't want to like get copywritten and shit. So copyright, don't copyright me. I don't know how those lyrics go, but let's go. Let's, I'm gonna bring it back. I'm gonna bring it back. Uh, I hit the wrong button actually. I didn't want to do it like that. So did, what did you think of the song though? I thought it was a funny song. It was whatever. whatever. I ain't gonna listen to it other than on YouTube if it comes up in my playlist and then if I get a chance to I'll skip that bitch. I ain't into it. <laughs> oh. Oh. So so he starts off no whoa 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 whoa. So he starts off first off, he starts off the song on the wrong foot. He starts off with a straight, incorrect statement, you know? He says the definition of entanglement Right. It's when you're tangled in the sheets. That is not the definition of entanglement. Entanglement is definition. a complicated relationship. That is not a comp. Well, so pretty much, you know, he stopped. Mm -hmm. Well, it's when you're, when you're tangled in the sheets. What? You don't call it a relationship, but you still fucking with me. So pretty much he's saying, yo, Jada. You you and Will don't call that shit a relationship, but you talking on TV like it's a relationship, but you still fucking with me. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Carby, will you stop singing? I should stop singing. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> let's, let's see if this, let's see if the song plays. Actually, they've been taking this shit down a lot. I think they might have cut this off actually. Let's see. We don't call it a relationship, but you still fucking with me. So yeah, they cut this one off. Uh, they they doing a good job fucking uh, tackling YouTube and shit, trying to take these songs off. But you know, I think I'm pretty good at finding them shits though. You know, but we can still go through the lyrics. You know, oh, you know what? This is a good opportunity for me to show off my singing abilities. Let me to show off my singing no, abilities. Not. Okay, no. entanglement is when you tangled in the sheets. Oh, Entanglement is when you're tangled up with me. Oh, wait. I, I sang that too slowly. Entanglement is yeah. when you're getting in too deep. Tangled up with me. Tang, tangled in the sheets. Kari, I'm going to go to the comments and see what people are saying about your ass thing. What you think? You know? So she was, she was saying, uh, oh, but all right. So before Rick Ross came on, uh, Rick Ross, you know Rick Ross and August pretty much had like a conversation where he kind of, where August kind of explained everything that's going on, right? And mm -hmm. Rick Ross said, huh, I'm gonna uh, do this verse and we gonna, huh, I'm gonna uh, talk about it for you. I'm gonna speak for you a little homie, you know? Huh. So then he came out with the shorty leaning on my shoulder, got a question in my willpower. Bars, you know what I'm saying? He, he, mm -hmm. His wordplay right there. Jaded by her beauty, but her reputation real solid. That's the next boss. Your next next boss. Right. Morning down the hallway, I can tell you how you how I feel about it. Caught up in the matrix, and I doubt if I can get about it. 
You know, so August, he's pretty much saying August was pretty much like, yo, I'm caught in the matrix. Yo, I can't get out of this because I'm in love with Jada. I'm in love with Jada, you know? And this is Rick Ross speaking for him right now. You know? I you know? He was living like this, no tomorrow. Met your boy with open arms. He said he was going to tell you all his darkest stories. He said, promise that you won't depart. Gave him keys to over 40 cars and left him with a broken heart. Check out the next word play though. Still I get around, still I get around, favorite artist was Tupac. Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Right now they just trying to hurt Will feelings. They just trying to hurt Will feelings right now. You know? He, they they just trying to start an argument in the house. That's this song. All they had to say. Only thing left to say was August Alcina was legend. Yeah. Like this song. Fuck? This song is pretty much. Uh, let me say some shit to just start an argument in their motherfucking house. You know, that's mm -hmm. what this song. This song is. I'm being petty and fuck that. Y'all want to act like y'all so happy? Let me piss y'all off and make some shit pop off in y'all crib. Y'all ain't going to sleep happy tonight. For real. Because later on in the song, he says, yo, Jada, you can still call me and I'll come blow your back out. Pretty much. Let me see. Uh, yo, I, I'm, I'm a little, I should have, I should have downloaded this shit the other day. You know what? That's why? A, that, why? That, why? So I could play it back for people. And, oh, okay. and you know what I'm saying? That's why I said I should have downloaded it. Just, 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 just for that particular reason right there. You know? But what you think of this song so far? What, what What's your thoughts? You think... Uh... I thought it was entertaining for the moment. I think it's going to keep people talking about these entanglements. I think entanglements will be on a couple of shirts and coffee mugs and, you know, and other wraps. Will they be able to find but... uh, entanglements uh, mug on uh, Petty by Mimi? <laughs> you already know. <laughs> Nah, my, my mugs will probably say fuck your entanglement. I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, I'm over it. I'm like, all I, what? Not, <laughs> not all lives matter. <laughs> Let's see. Like, let me see. Like, entanglements. Entanglement. I found it. I found a version at that place. Let's see. Got a question in my willpower. What? Oh. Told her I can get around favorite. This this what do you think? Would you but you know what? It's it sounds good. But being that I know the actual story, it's like it's not really a song I could vibe to and feel like, yo, I'm the man, you know? Really? It ain't, it ain't one of those songs. When you listen to songs, you should feel you should be able to listen to that song and be like and feel like you should be able to uh put yourself in that position of that song. This ain't one of those songs because you know the actual story and what's going on with it. It's actually still a story that's untangling. Honestly. I think it's already been untangled. Oh, it's entangled. Gonna, there's some more shit to untangle Whoa. with that story. 
We, what, what more do we need to know? We, we don't care about it, but... Exactly. We don't care about it, but I'm pretty sure in those two houses, there's going to be some more untangling and shit like that. I tell Perhaps. you that shit, you know? Perhaps. That's my thought. That's what I think. That's what I think. Yeah. So, <laughs> now that we know side dudes matter, let's talk about Black Lives Matter side with the NFL and uh, matter, NBA. Yeah, Black Lives Matter. <laughs> From side dudes matter to Black Lives Matter. <laughs> uh, uh, we could do so, that. We could do that. You heard about uh, the NFL and NBA allowing BLM to be placed on, what was it? The is it the basketball court? On the court basketball now? court, yes. On the basketball court, yes. Actually, how you know dope is that? It's, it's kind of dope, but it also was um, a little hypocritical, I think. Because at one point they was like, "Yo, y'all, y'all can't kneel. Y'all can't, y'all can't kneel. Y'all got to stand for the anthem." You know, and we've gone True. and we knew it. We've been known you wanted to do this, so we made this a rule back in the days when Abdul Rahim Rahif, I think that's his name. Well, you don't know him? Okay. NBA player. You know, he Uh was a Muslim. He uh, didn't do the national anthem. He used to sit down on the bench, and people were angry Mm -hmm. that he was sitting on the bench for the national anthem. He's like, yeah, I'm Muslim. I don't don't fuck with that shit. You know? Right. Or I'm not sure if he's Muslim. His his religion, his beliefs, he was like, I don't fuck with that. So instead, he tried to sit down, and they enacted a rule. I'm not sure if it was for him or... They pointed out the rule because of him, but then he started get, okay. standing up and like praying. But they made a rule okay. to where you can't kneel, you know. So now it's kind of like, hey, you know what? Black Lives Matter. So let's go ahead and uh, uh um, um, put this on the courts now, since everybody wants to do it. Right. You know. So you know what? Let's pull in our dope guest. Yes, that we should. That we should. He can give some insight on Black Lives Matter as an ally. That he could, that he could, you know. And uh, so, uh, you know what? Let me give him a a, 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 a proper introduction. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna give a proper introduction. Let's 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 get some music going here. Let's see. Well, thank you, thank you. All right, all right, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Our guest this evening, an international award-winning advocate, life coach, and dope poet, Michael Lamb, also known as Miss Mikey. Welcome to the stream. How are you doing? Hi. You got the applause going. Let me get some round of applause. If you're in the chat, go ahead and throw some fires, throw some claps. Let us know Ooh. you're there. Yes, yes. How you Thank doing? You. How you, you doing? What's up, bro? What's up? I'm hey, doing good. I'm doing game. good. Yeah, well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. I'm, I'm, I'm doing well, given the circumstances. That's good. That's good. I'm glad you could join us this evening. 
Oh yes, yes. No, thank you for having me. I'm, I'm it's 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 an honor. I've been waiting for this. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. This was see when you write things down, they manifest. So if you guys didn't know, um, I have an EP coming out later this year, and I was like, okay, I want to start doing some light promo, pushing it, talking about it, and you were one of the people on the list. Well, and that's what's up. That's first. what's up. Yeah, so you're like the first one. We, we, so we still we still got to do a, a episode of season two of Dope Poets. You know, the next time you come down to Tampa, we got to get that set up. I'll be there in October, so so we can definitely make that happen for sure. Got you, got you, got you. So we was just talking about the NBA and them putting Black Lives Matter on the floor. What's your thoughts on that? Um, well, you guys um, really touched on it to where it's like, well, there were certain rules in place, there were certain policies in, in place, and it's starting to more so seem like a marketing scheme, like, hey, we actually give a fuck, but it's more so like, you know how you lead cattle into a, into a, um, into a slaughterhouse? Mm-hmm. It's more mm-hmm. so because you're, because like, do you know how many people are going to show up to that and not like it? And people of across the spectrum of the human race are like literally tearing down Black Lives Matter murals and, and mm-hmm. spray painting them. And it that's just not like, again, it's one of those, hey, it looks like we give a fuck, but we really don't. And then these right. people are going to come into a space and it's going to be like, oh, well, why does that, why is that there? And I mean, I'm for being anywhere, but with the right intentions. Got you, got Agreed. you. Because, I mean, if they can't kneel for the um, national anthem, being penalized, being fined, having to sit out some games, why would you, like, rub that in their face? Like, oh, well, now it's okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, well, well what, I mean, I understand, like, certain people have to go through, like, uprising of consciousness, but you you don't want to, you, did you check yourself before you went and put this on the, on the court? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Now they, they're going to have the uh, Black Lives Matter on the court. The players are going to be able to choose whether they want to be able to have a message on their jersey instead of their last name. They can have a, a, a conscious message on their jersey. And the, the bug thing is now the NFL is joining in on it as well. The NFL. Well, 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 they don't need to chime in at all, and I don't mean to cut you oh. off. But Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job, so I don't I know. want to hear anything about the NFL. I know, I know, but you know how they're chiming Look in. Look at our ally, people. Exactly. Look at our allies. <laughs> <laughs> just, no, that that just makes no that just makes no sense to me because going back to the MD, NBA, um, you know, when Trayvon Martin, when he was when he was um, publicly lynched by George Zimmerman, um, there were you know. LeBron James and Dwayne Wade wore, you know, his hoodies and they took them off and they were like designed and, and really given to him to pay honor and to respect. And then they had the I Can't Breathe t-shirts and all of these other unarmed black men that were lynched by police officers, white police officers, majority of them. Um, there was always some sort of backlash, whether publicly or professionally, whether we saw it or not. So now that it's like, oh, it's okay. We don't even have, we don't even see like a conversation with the NBA or the NFL. So where is this transparency? coming from you know what i'm saying where where where, what does that look like what do those conversations look like just like the president of the united states how he's having these um daily briefings for COVID 19 but they're not displayed to the public that's not cool Mm-hmm. And let this, let, let's keep in mind that this is not the first time a president has ignored a pandemic because reagan did the same thing to the aids epidemic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I've actually used that a little bit in an argument with people on 
thinking they shouldn't wear masks for COVID and things like that based off of just how long they didn't really know much information about HIV and AIDS. And now people think they're experts on COVID because they read a meme or two. You know, and I'm, I'm like, you know what? This thing's only been around a couple of months. If y'all and they really don't have a full grip on what and, this and, thing and is. People, and people still and people still die of complications of AIDS. Let's throw that out there. Some people haven't been fighting a pandemic and an epidemic for 30 years and over one million people have died. Right. So let's make sure that we have to put that on the record for the people. And if you all don't know, I know all this stuff because I live and thrive with HIV. I've been living and thriving with HIV going on seven years now. So I got into artistry and advocacy through the lens of health disparities amongst black folk because I have all this access and all this privilege with the same virus as these folks, but yet they're dying and I grew up with these motherfuckers. So that mm -hmm. makes no sense. Mm -hmm. So Kari, no, me and Kari, we've been around, how long we been going to smoke the words, Kari? Um, yeah, about four years. I think I, I met you about four years ago. Yeah. Yeah, so so me and Kari, we, we fuck with each other. Y'all are just seeing this. Yeah, like I went to- uh, I'm just seeing uh, I went to smoke, I started going to Smoking Words about four years ago, and maybe about mm -hmm. my second, maybe about my third or fourth time there, you performed. And mm -hmm. I was like, you know what, Smoking Words is dope. But then when I saw you perform, I was like, yo, Smoking Words got some real serious fucking poets. You know, motherfuckers yeah. that got some real deep content and talk about some real shit. And that kind of, you're kind of what, uh, kept me coming back, you know, the, the, the type of poetry you delivered and, and, and how you just like wanted to get your message out there and the way you and just spoke kind of just like inspired me to just make sure I, when I write, make sure I write from the heart on everything, you know? Yeah, no, I, I definitely appreciate that. Because one thing y'all don't know about Kari, if you all don't know his poetry, Kari got the bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Kari got the women's, Kari got the queens. Anything that's a woman, Kari got. Whatever adjective you want to use. <laughs> like, and he also like, and he also brings you to the streets and the boroughs of New York City. And it's like, wow, I didn't Thank expect you. that this week. I didn't expect that this week. So I got to give you, got to give you your roses while you're here. But no, definitely. And well, you know, one that. thing, I ain't got one no thing about. <laughs> and one thing about spoken words and one thing about just space in general is feeling comfortable and feeling safe, right? So so when we get into these spaces and you're wanting to disclose something of, of your culture, of your of your health, of your sexual preference, of what you want in a credit score and a spouse. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like you want to make sure not only are you comfortable, but you're actually safe from whatever the response may be. Got you. Got you. It is. It's a dope spot. It's a dope spot. You know? But um the, you, you, uh, we, 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 we jumped from the NFL real quick. And I was just going to say that the NFL decided to chime in by saying it was just coming out that, hey, we heard uh, somebody said that the NFL is supposedly going to allow players to put decals on their helmets with uh, either messages or names of victims of uh, police violence and racial and social injustices. Pretty much the shit that's, that's so, like that makes that's so stupid. That's that's not not do. not paying homage or, or remembrance, but I just think that is really that. Why would you want to capitalize off of that, off of people's pain? And none of those people that are in pain are reaping the profits of what you see besides a game on a cable station that they have to pay for every month. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's crazy. And they they. They're jumping into this and saying shit 
Like they was never saying fuck y'all. I wonder. I wonder how. I wonder what Jerry Jones is gonna do with the Dallas. With Dallas, I'm try, I want to like know one of the biggest ones that says fuck y'all. Kari, I want. I want to know where I. I don't know. Get, go on Google and find the picture of the Twin Towers falling man. And I want to know if I can put that on coffee mug and sell it. I want to know if I can get the Twin Towers exploding. I want to know if I can get mm. Jewish people stacked on, to, on top of each other, planted on a shirt, and I can go around like that. I see where so you're going. While, while, while that's cool that they can like sort of pay remembrance to specifically people who have been killed through like police violence and gun violence, that already is like bad optics for one. Mm-hmm. And two, it's like, again you're capitalizing like now it's okay like where is this statement of the reasoning why like where is this conversation and who are you having these conversations with is my thing like what is the intent of doing that because now like i said it just looks like you're profiting off of folks pain right right it's like they're doing everything to say look we 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 hear y'all now even though we really don't give a fuck <laughs> that's what it seems like and that's my thing. Like, how can I say this? <sighs> okay, so, oh gosh. And and it, it, yeah, I, I, it, it I, would be fucked up to. They would be pissed if yeah, you, they would be pissed if we tried to market and sell their pain. Exactly. So that's why I'm saying I'm trying to. Who did they talk to to make them see like, oh, well, hey, this is okay. Instead of like a public apology for where they've lacked all these years. And maybe they didn't give Colin Kaepernick his job back. Maybe he's a fucking coach. Maybe he owns some stocks in there now. Instead mm-hmm. of just like a writer. Oh, here, we'll give you $2 million because that ain't shit. Fuck you. Right. Like we, we got some people in the chat talking about Jasmine saying, stop pacifying us. Damn it. We want justice, not decals. You know? Uh, Hector, until that one player yeah. posts the wrong message in that helmet. But guess what, Hector? They are, they're approving the messages. There's a predefined list of messages that they can use, which is kind of messed up. You know exactly. How, so now, how, now, how see, legitimate you is can't, it? You can't tell me. You can't. You can't tell me how to how to bring forth the revolution if if that's not really going to be. Again, you have to give a fuck. Like right. there should be no guidelines for what. You no, know. and if there is, then then keep it the way it was. Fire bitches, you did it. Cap, you, you did it. Kaepernick. <laughs> Who That's else y'all gonna have? That's a fact. <laughs> Not fire bitches. Okay. <laughs> Just fire buffalo, and then see what you have left. See what you have left. Yeah, they won't. Yeah. So, how how sincere is it if? Uh, they have to get approval for their messaging. It's not that's that that makes no sense. Exactly, it doesn't. I like if if we're going to be allowed to go under this umbrella of paying respects and sending messages, if I want to say fuck the police or defund the police, that's under the umbrella of social justice. Like because right. these these black men, unarmed black men and women in their house sleeping and 7-year-old you know, young girls outside playing and 12 year old boys in a park, it doesn't make sense to, you know, not, you know, say fuck the cause of the problem. Right. Right. So why, so why is that not a part of the messaging? Mm-hmm. They don't want to go too far. Yeah. They see, wanna... so what, so what, so what, so see, see, so what are the limits? So if we're going to talk about limits and boundaries, because they, they start at kneeling, but they stop at fuck the police. 
No, that middle no. doesn't need it. Stops. It stops at kneeling. They don't. They don't. They don't want you to kneel, but but they'll put uh, Black Lives Matter on the field. You know, we don't want you okay, to kneel. So so, so, let's so let's give you a decal for your helmet. You know. Oh, and also, like a, and also, like a fucking, like a, like a, like a, 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 like a fucking bumper sticker. Exactly. That's a black life right there. A fucking bumper. So fuck the NFL. Fuck them. Oh, but, but they also, them. but they also want to let us sing "Lift Every Voice" at the first game. You know, I just, I, I like, don't even know when that I, song. Like when I, don't I, know if that's I wrong or right. <laughs> when, you know when I go into when I go into spaces and like I'm like the one of two or only one white person in there. Like I really had to like one unlearn like bitch, you're here just because you cool, but but you don't have to say anything. It's like oh, so I had to like re like learn that in a way to where like I can actually listen and understand and like really like go back and research. And it's like why was this like so frowned upon back then and motherfuckers was like literally dying over this song to where they felt that like, this is the only thing we have like america has been nothing like oh fuck y'all we don't give a fuck about y'all anyways but you can have this mm-hmm. like that's not cool so like relearning these things and understanding these things in these spaces of like oh well now we're gonna sing you know the negro national anthem yeah. okay how like Lift every again. How did that? How did that come about? That's just another one of those. Well, here. What about? What if we do this? What if we do that? And again, like the young lady said, where's these people are still, still, not in jail. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this, Miss Mikey. Yes. In your experience as a super ally, amongst <laughs> other things, um, what has your experience been being in protest and involved in these things? Um, well, actually getting the courage to like protest and do those things came with a lot of like busted fragility, a lot of like, bitch, none of this is real. This is actually what happens. This is the world you're in. This is, you know, the crisis. And this is what, you know, AIDS really looks like in 2020, but it doesn't look like this for everybody. And so again, seeing these health disparities and having all these questions and having black folks go out of their way to be like, well, bitch. Since I actually sent you, like, hey, here's a little nugget, and you take that and build from that, whatever. Like, understanding that, like, I have to do the work, but again, seeing such, seeing like the end of Black life in such a way that I was still getting access from, that like threw me off. So when I'm at these protests, I know like there's strength in numbers, and there's not enough white people there to make sure that Black people are safe, fighting for their civil rights as civilians. So, I want every white person to see, um, what is it? Um, the hate you give. I want every white person to see that and really see if there are any of those white characters like, hey, we're going to, we're going to the protest so we can get out of school early. Like, no, if you're not there, like if a mother, like for me, when we were doing the protest down here, I mean, up here in Grand Rapids, Michigan, I'm not, I don't agree with the looting, but some motherfuckers ran in that store and I made sure they got out within a hurry because the police was around the corner. Hey, I ain't with it, but bitch, they ain't finna beat your ass up here. But then some white boys was fighting, but then some white boys was fighting around the corner. Some drunk white boys, again, at the protest for the wrong reasons, looted, looted, some white folks looted the bar, got drunk, and one knocked each other out, and, and who went to jail? Nobody. Mm-hmm. But when they was jumping that newscast man for shining their light on them, that's when everybody got shot with rubber bullets. 
Yeah. Yeah. So like seeing these things and again, like putting myself in those positions to see like, hey, that's why like Cousin Mike, even though that was dubbed to me from like my association and an accompliceness with black folk, I usually use that like when I'm talking to white people, like, hey, I love us for real and bro, we fucked up. (laughs) So when I do the Cousin Mike persona or in a certain context of an article, I always say it from that lived experience. Hey, I don't see a lot of me out here. Mm-hmm. And it took a while for me to get here. And if this and, and I didn't have no real like person that looks like me to explain these things to me again, like I said, black and brown um, folk had to like really like I said, give me them nuggets and let me build on and make mistakes and get checked by friends, by people that love me, by fucking strangers. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, public, oh, yeah. Public health. Yeah, it'll 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 get you together. And that's what it had to do. And again, seeing those real life situations play out it was just like yeah i have to do something i have to do something okay so i've actually i saw a few of your interviews and definitely listened to your poetry and i love the way that you intermingle that mm-hmm. when did you start writing poetry oh poetry i started writing five years ago i've been mm-hmm. writing since i was little but poetry just five years ago but i've been around artistry my whole life Okay. Who was your inspiration to begin? Or did you have a mentor? No, not really. I mean, my sister, she sings and she could write and she was in a little girl group where they were doing her thing. And that was always inspiring. And I was like, Ooh, I want to do it. But I was like trash back then. I was like trying to keep up with them. So like trying to like camouflage myself into other, other people's flows and punchlines wasn't working. Mm -hmm. So I just started like, you know, really dissecting lyrics, reading books and really understanding, you know, just the art really. And then when actually poetry was like presented to me, I was like, no, I'm not like emo. I'm not going to go to coffee shops and snap and all that. But Mm -hmm. once I, you know, realized there was different forms of poetry and I found my vibe, it worked. Okay. So I totally appreciate you being honest and open with uh, Kari's crib and the house guests, as we call our viewers. Um, How did you handle receiving the news that you were positive? Um, Well, when I received it, because I was one of those people who was ill-informed and perpetuated stigma, like HIV only belonged to a certain type of people and I wasn't that certain type of person and they look like this and it comes in these forms and that forms. So at first it was like, are you sure? And the lady was like, sir, yeah, I tested you. And I was like, you're right. But of course it was heavy. It was dark, the real dark, but, you know, I was able to, you know, tell my friends and family, luckily I, I had people who, you know, accepted me for who I was when I came out as a, as a gay man. And then to turn around a few years later to let them know, hey, this happened to me, they were able to like support and affirm me. And then I was able to go public because again, as we were talking about, you know, health disparities amongst black folk, a friend of mine passed away from complications of um, progressed AIDS. So that's what really pushed me to go public and the messaging came through poetry. Okay. All right. That's Mm -hmm. amazing. Um, What advice would you give to someone that's going through receiving positive results or someone that is having a hard time with their sexuality or or just trying to break out and be an ally? (laughs) 
<laughs> well, right. So we, we talk about context and we talk about nuance and, and with me being all of those things, you know, trying to, you know, live and thrive in those intersections, you know, some may lack in other areas and others, but, you know, with those being a part of an identity and a part of a passion, a part of like who I am, you know, if you're dealing with a positive result, you know, definitely, you know, Google can sometimes be like your worst enemy, but there's so much information, so much free information, um, so many hashtags out here that you can search and you may pull up on me, pull up on, you know, people living and thriving with HIV, like Kamari Laffrey, like, you know, uh, Richard Hutchinson and so Larry Scott Walker and so many amazing influential people who can connect you to resources nationally. And, you know, even though it is not a death sentence, it, can be like before it was like an automatic like this is what happens but now there's preventative methods of that that can prolong your life um but i always say i didn't start this so i can have a career in hiv because i do want to end this <laughs> and the only way to end aids is to get tested for hiv so if you don't stream not ma'am piece for me you know do share anything of mine buy anything of mine then just get stat get tested to know your hiv status and you'll be supporting me and if you just want to be a better ally, you know, white folks, you just have to really, you know, first talk, look at your own biases that you have in you. What were your thoughts about, you know, black women before, you know, your black friend told uh, told you how your words offended them? What were your thoughts about, you know, that black boy in class who you thought was who you knew was different by the color of his skin, but you guys had so much in common before you actually judged him. Actually unpack that and see what you were taught and what you were said. And if you hear, you know, black folk around you talking about books and movies, like don't appropriate, appreciate the culture, girl. Okay. <laughs> like it wasn't, it, it wasn't ours, girl. Just okay. like, girl. like just pay homage and don't get locks in your hair, girl. <laughs> no shade. I hate. I hate when white folks do that. I hate when white folks do that. I, it, it makes me think that they're butt streaks. I wasn't ready for that, girl. I, I'm sorry. I have to, girl. I have to. Yeah. Okay. Now, one thing, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Mikey. <laughs> one thing. One thing I heard. One thing I heard earlier, which was uh, was kind of brought a little bit of insight, was about um, the Black Lives Matter protesters. You know. Yeah. And, um, I heard something today that said somebody said that, you know, the not not the protesters, the 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 looters, you know, the Black Lives yes. Matter looters, you know. Um, I heard, you know, the looters, people, uh, some people like really like try to hate on them and shit like that. But the looters are really the ones that got this movement really going, you know. If it wasn't for those people out there looting in all of these different cities, um, nobody would have stopped to listen. They literally wouldn't have listened to just the marching, you know. They would have. They mm -hmm. would have. It was. It took those looters to actually really get this the movement moving, you know. And once the movement started moving, once the movement started moving, the shit that those looters looted are the only thing they're gonna get out of this movement. You know, there's a whole lot of organizations that's going to be started. There's going to be a whole lot of money moving hands. And a whole lot of people are going to make money off this movement, you know. And the people that really started it on the bottom, you know, those people that looted and really got the energy for this shit going, that's all they going to get out of it, you know. Which I thought was pretty, like, a little deep, you know. It's like a lot of people are going to get rich off of Black Lives Matter. 
and 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 again where and 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 those people who you know who are looting let's 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 put in context that nothing ever came from a peaceful rebellion right That's true. so when we talk so when we talk about these things and like nuances okay why are they looting and what exactly are they looting um to quote um tamika mallory um at least paraphrasing like Fuck that. AutoZone. You're AutoZone. Where were you when uh, Philando Castile was shot in his car? That's what you do, though, right? Mm-hmm. And she was like, I don't care if, like, if Target burns down. You know, be, Target needs to be out in the street with us. All that stuff that was looted, guess what Target said? We got insurance and we're still going to pay y'all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Bet. So that showed some 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 stance. Some like, hey, y'all, don't worry, we good. We understand your frust- we understand your frustration. We 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 understand. So if we're gonna have corporations do stuff like that, and we know where their money is going to, people who suffered, like they can't actually physically go to work, but they're getting the payment that for working. Okay, we see you, Target. We can we can we can we can go. I, oh, I'm I'm still not gonna go there. But you know, Target has always been a little leaning on the right side of history as they have an open um that without open bathroom policy as they have a gender identity bathroom policy to where where if you go into the bathroom of your gender identity or some of them at least like i know in california some in new york they just have strictly like family bathrooms where it's just like look whole family can go in this bitch so target's always been pretty have their right foot forward in a safe pc way Gotcha. So can we so 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 can we give Target their G's or are we still say fuck them? Because y'all y- y'all let me know, and I'll pass it along. It has to be long term. We gotta see more. Y'all let me know, and I'll now, yeah. Now we have a question from one of our house guests, Hector. He says, uh, "Why aren't we seeing the support of the white gays in general who understand oppression? Because they have an um, incredible platform." Right. So, 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 so when I was growing up, I, I had the Jay Alexanders and the Miss Jays and the Nigel Barkers who were like effeminate man. You know, my mom really didn't like subscribe to like the whole friends and like queer eye for the straight guy and stuff like that. But they were still very, very like present and they were very like, oh, this is what a gay person looks like. But then when we see a black queer man, it's usually like really effeminate. It's really like sister girl, $40. It's really like comical. It's really, you know, not like masculine and not very butch when like they out here. Trust me, they out here. Um, they, they, they look they look different in, within all of us in all these intersections, these styles. But speaking specifically, because white gays, no shade, when they make noise, how can I say when they make noise, it's it's publicized. It's like, oh my gosh, you're gay, you get it. You know, this fragile twink is going through stuff because somebody called him a faggot. No shade, as big as a faggot he may be, before he speaks about his sexuality, he's gonna be able to move and operate in certain rooms and certain spaces, specifically from his the pigment of his skin. Me being that white faggot in some spaces. So when I go into these public health spaces and they're like, what can we do about, you know, reaching a certain community? What can we do? What what promos and stuff like that? There's nobody in that room discussing the, there's nobody in that room that looks like what it, there's nobody in that room that's going through the problem that's being discussed, basically. So if a white gay man, you know, wants to speak on that, then there may be some light to it. But white gay men usually do it to profit from their own um, advancement. Got you, got you, got you. All right, yeah. all right. 
and with with gay folks, there's some sort of like paradigm shift to where we wanted liberation and pride marches and all these things, and now they want to get as close to like heteronormative as possible. And it's like, bitch, mm-hmm. we're gay. Mm-hmm. And then speaking about like we're gay and we're we're oppressed and we're all these things. If we're so oppressed, where are we when black trans women are being killed? Or where are we when the CDC says one in two black same gender loving men will be diagnosed with HIV before they're 40? Where do we go when we don't want to when we want to shift those statistics? So to answer his question, why do white gay men get the most oppressed? Because they get the most publicity. And these conversations about black trans women and black queer men being diagnosed with HIV, they're at a grassroots level and they're also more so at a vantage point for these nonprofit organizations and pharmaceutical companies to pimp out, give them stipends, and then send them home um, to a shelter because they're experiencing homelessness. Mm. Got you, got you. All right. Yeah. All right. well, no, you that was that was that was a very that was a very good question. That was a very good question. I I had to think while I was talking. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. No, because no, because 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 I speak. Thank you, Hector. No, because I, I speak on that all the time, like as white gay men, yes, there's a struggle being gay because when I came out to my mom and my dad, well, excuse me, my mom and my sister, they cried, but they didn't cry because I was gay. They cried because people are going to deny me wedding cakes, deny me services, call me a faggot. It's like, well, hey, it is what it is. But imagine all of that on top of being somebody who's black, on top of being a person of color or on top of being somebody who who's trans, you Got know? You. So again, we, we don't get the the brunt of the blow we we kind of like uh, we we still get to ferry around you know and, and be that we we get to you know have black women as our spirit animals but not give a fuck about black women dying when they're bringing children into this world and that's where white gay men fuck up <laughs> because we because like you said Corey, we have the biggest platforms but we don't do shit with them look at right. jeffree star don't right. support him right Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> where? Yes. Okay. No, 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 no. Hector really, no, no, because Hector really like, because I've been talking about that. There's a video on my Facebook of this white gay man who participates in sex work getting angry, angry at this man and gets out of his car and flicks a cigarette at him and says, "Why can't you move?" and has the nerve to call him the N word with a hard ER, but let somebody call him a faggot right. and would have knocked that star and let somebody knock that Starbucks cup out of him. And you had the nerve <laughs> to sit there and say, oh, are you recording me? And you suck dick on camera? Mm. How dare you? Mm. How dare you? Yikes. You you are angry. You were mad and you jumped out of your car hey, to yell at them and child. I don't want to hear that. So basically, I'm white sorry, but, privilege. But, but Hector, Hector did it. I, I don't know. Shout out to Hector for real. Thanks, cause, Hector. Cause... But basically, white privilege exists in all spaces. All of them. Yes. Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. I'm an explicit person, so it's, it's, this is like we at my crib and, gotcha. you know, I just, whatever, fuck that, whatever, shit, damn, motherfucker, if I could sing, that would have been so lit. 
Yeah, but no, that that's that. You know how like you know how certain cultures and certain communities have conversations with them like, hey y'all, this is something we got to deal with, but can't nobody else talk about it. That's what I'd be telling. Like, look y'all. <laughs> but that was that was a very good, thought provoking question. Well, thank you, thank. You. I'm glad you was able to answer that the way you did. Oh, very good. I appreciate you joining us, man. I'm a, uh, I got a video. I'm a player yours. You know? Yes, and, uh, yes, yes. We got, we got a video of uh, Miss Mikey that we're going to play. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. And uh, we'll be right back after this video. Ooh, All right. That sounds like we're a real show, right? Oh, shit. We are a real show. A commercial. In a very dubious and rarely discussed category. We have one of the highest rates of new HIV diagnoses, and we rank in the top three for HIV overall. According to the CDC, while rates have plummeted nationwide, in Florida, the virus is still ravaging communities. Mikey Lamb is here from the Community AIDS Network to discuss what can be done. Wow, talk about some sobering yeah. statistics. Yes, indeed. Um, Florida is number one in the nation with new HIV diagnosed cases between the ages of 13 and 24 and I being oh. one of those walking talking statistics diagnosed with HIV at just the vulnerable age of 21. I don't think I'm ready to be a public figure because I like to clap back. I'll talk about a bitch kid, tell a bitch how they body look like a melting soda can, even go to the extent of saying, I bitch better shut up I fuck your man. Okay. When I saw my grandma cry, when my grandpa died, that shit made me become alive. That let me know my testimony is bigger than me. I'll be damned if they ever take my pen from me. I'm the only bitch that can write and recite my story about my road home to glory no man knows the half of. I never gave up on love, no matter how many times done wrong. Just wrote another poem inspired by a fuckboy that came to Michelle Love song and moved along. <laughs> I gave more off top than a stripper to dudes who are as generous as a tipper. I ain't myself when I'm hungry. Fuck grabbing a Snickers cause I'm grabbing dick. Make it bust quick, wash my mouth and be like, come here boo, give me kiss. They say you're rich, dead, po, dead, bitch, I ain't have a dead, see, I'm a bastard lad, I'm running out on tabs, L's to the face, blowing smoke, saying prayers full of hope, fuck that shit, that's what they this for, I'm hailing from the folk, 239 to 813, they fuck with me, R.I.P. the king, Adamakali, hey Nisi, 305 to 954, 407, DJ out in Gainesville, Cola in Atlanta, Chaz, put me up in on in D.C., and every time in Michigan. Tired of snow, I'm trying to get that dick again. Man, dead as faggot, go. Talking about getting dick again. Mrs. Mikey, how you think you got that shit again? I'm showing pain through a pen. Was a beast with them pins. ATMs and buzzer bags. Chatney taught me how to get. Reminded me to be a man. Handle business, get your coins and fuck these boys. Treat them just like toys. Have your fun, then put them up. See, best kept secrets cost a hush fund. I ain't never had a trust 
fun. I ain't go to college, but I'm spitting life. I'm spitting life. I'm spitting life to the third degree through spoken word poetry. And if you mumble, you cannot flow with me. And if you blow and be bitch, you cannot smoke with me. Fuck your VIP and bottles complimentary. I'm trying to see you change while trying to make some change. Trying to settle down and build a home. Tara rolling up. I'm getting done. My sister, kids are straight. My mama bills is paid. I touch the mic. I kill the stage. All in the name to end AIDS. I fucked up a little bit. I'm glad I saw that. Thank you, Shantae. We were just we, uh, to pretty. I'm, I got. I'm gonna have to edit that. Let me make a. Uh, hey, can, Janae, can you make an edit to uh, edit that like 30 seconds and shit because nobody was able to hear. I think you're able Lord to hear Jesus. now. You know, we was talking. Well, we I, was having I, a conversation was... and 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 they couldn't hear us, but now they can hear us. Um, I said shout out to Sheena because she survived. I watched y'all episode last Friday. Yes, and I said thank you to Sheena for the hundred stars that she donated. You know, so that's all. That's all that y'all missed. So when I uh, actually, you know what, I'm gonna leave that silence in there. So when people actually do come back and uh, listen to it on the podcast version, because this is gonna be a podcast in the morning. You know, when I nice. they, they listen to it, they be like, "Huh, what the fuck happened? What the fuck happened?" You know, and they, yeah, Kari happened. <laughs> Hell no. Hey, it's a live show. That's that's what happens. You know, you never know what's gonna happen at Kari's crib, especially when it's right. live and shit like that. Um, what else we got? Uh, we actually got some real news. You know, we've been going through like some just like kind of like hip hop culture type shit and, and and a little bit of uh sports and shit. I guess that was kind of real news, huh? <laughs> but so yeah. to continue to continue in real news. Uh, it's crazy that it's 2020. And just the other day, uh, I read a story that there was a East Texas town that removed a fence between the white cemetery and black cemetery. Mind you, it's all one cemetery. Literally, the only thing that's separating it was a fence. So as it goes, it says... Municipal crews were digging up a fence between two adjacent but separate historically black and historically white cemeteries in Mineola, about 75 miles east of Dallas. What made them uh, decide to start digging it up was, uh, what is it? Earlier this month, a funeral and burial was held for an African-American former FBI agent and Marine that drew mourners from outside the Mineola area. That combined with the social climate in the wake of Minneapolis 
the Minneapolis police slaying of George Floyd ignited a push to erase lingering relics of white supremacy, such as the fence. So in 2020, there's still segregated cemeteries in the United States of America. So I was actually at a cemetery today. Well, two different cemeteries, unfortunately. And without having gates or signs, they're definitely segregated. Mm. I don't know if anyone else has noticed this, but we were going to different sections, just checking out plots. And it seemed like all the Asian people were in one area because their headstones definitely had their writing. Mm -hmm. Jewish people were in a separate section. Russian names, I won't say that they were all Russian, but Russian sounding names were in the separate section. And then I saw a lot of African-American and Latinos in the same section. Okay. You know, and now I, I can I can definitely attest to that too because I know back home in Fort Myers, it seemed like okay, well here's Kerman's casket, and then oh there's Andrews, and then when my homegirl Amber got buried, I was like oh Amber right here next to so and so, like I was wow, like yeah, wow, I never thought about that, and you know, when 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 we're in spaces of like Black History Month or like civil rights or you know. Dr. King and, you know, all those things, especially in like white spaces and the spaces that I'm in, in the public health sphere. And we talk about civil rights and, oh, all these things, you know, one thing that I hear a lot and I read and I, I see, you know, the dates and the times, like you all said, we were in 21, we're in, excuse me, 2020, like none of that happened long ago. I think I saw something where it said, you know, um, when John Lewis died, um, there's they were like there's still people that were in that are his age still out here still voting and still racist mm -hmm. so it's like it's yeah fair. these people are these people are still alive so this clearly did not happen that long ago it did not and it's like 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 wow we're really in 2020 and we're wrecked, you know taking down statues and digging up old fences of segregated you see that's how fucked and, up america is and still and have to so explain why it's wrong Exactly. What did you say, Kari? And we still have to explain why it's wrong. <laughs> Seriously. You know? I If somebody's like, oh, we have to segregate the graveyard, bitch, they're all dead. <laughs> yeah. But the, the problem is, there's some racist people that's like, oh, my grandmother's going to be rolling in her grave to know a Negro's buried next to her. Well, I want to say, well, how much you want to bet she I would have said, well, how much you, you want to bet she ain't in there and they sold her casket to somebody else? Oh, shit. <laughs> you know, that's what they be saying, that, that them funeral homes be doing. Uh, what else we got? We only got a few things left. We only Actually, we only got two more things left on the, uh, on the docket for the evening. All right. You know? So let me ask you this. As someone in the community, do you like Nicki Minaj? Um, not what not I haven't I haven't liked Nicki Minaj since she went pop and since there was no clearing up of those um pulse uh tweets 
and that, you know, what happened happened and she believes in the Bible and all that. So, I mean, mm-hmm. as a person who's attended Pulse, as a person who had to wait for, for, for phone calls and confirmation texts and thank God they were all received. I mean, they were all returned. Um, 49 people were, 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 were killed. So I haven't fucked with her since then. Um, mm-hmm. But I can't take away from her talent, her pen. I don't care that she's pregnant. Um, congrats because because there's a lot of people, there's a lot of, you know, women and, and people with uteruses that can't get pregnant. So it's, 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 you know, stuff really something celebratory, but I ain't gonna talk about her household because child, that's her. Luckily, I love this, Mikey. I saw that in the I chat. Yes, I did see that in the chat. I did see that in the chat. <laughs> what is that? What did what, what it say? She said that she I loves said, you. I think I love you. <laughs> I I feel it because I'm yeah. like okay she she pregnant congratulations and yeah. a lot of people weren't going a lot of people didn't like her maternity photos and I was like I don't I mean she's always been a clown always been a clown oh. I, like, oh, and, and then her and then her other one was really nice too it was like oh, okay well you know that's that's her aesthetic and she stuff she did all the crazy cool quirky stuff and then she did the serious you know st- it was like okay cool but i yeah <laughs> congrats hector says her ass that's will drag during pregnancy uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you know a lot of and you know a lot of people myself included um in a, well, in a in a jabbing but serious shade, but like okay, when you really think about it, how does that work? Because we know her brother is currently serving some time in prison for for um, sexual assault, child molestation, and then I believe her husband is a registered sex offender and all these um, yeah, things that go is, along uh, with it. Interesting, you know, if he's yeah. a registered so sex then, offender, can he be a father? That and that and that's and that's the question, and, and it's like so is it only other people's kids, but not your kids, right? And then oh. like, or is yeah. it like certain? Is it certain trainings? You know? Is it home? Vi- is it home visits? Is it you, y'all have enough money? Y'all have enough some, money some to avoid that? Some interesting questions here. Some interesting yeah. questions. Yeah, and, and so, so again, what started out as shade is now like okay, well now that I fucking said it out loud, like <laughs> <laughs> so 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 I don't know. It's like damn, I shouldn't even. But and that's why like earlier when she said, oh, I was like, I'm not gonna talk about her household. But again, like these are questions people have. I actually saw a meme where it states, um, someone asked the question like, what did Nicki Minaj's husband do, or some shit, and they're like. He got her pregnant and can't even drop the kid off at school. Oh that's shit! Up. That's, that's, that's shots right there. That's shots. I didn't say it. I saw the meme. That's Just shots. Putting it out there. That's shots. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh God. Uh, oh. I, th- I guess you know what we've already been on an hour and a half. I guess we could uh, save one of the two for for uh, Friday. Uh, I'll save uh, Esther Salas Salas and her for Friday. I'm gonna learn how to say her name. I'm gonna watch an actual news story on her where they say her name, and I'm gonna learn how to say it properly so I could give that lady and her family the proper respect, you know. But uh, DMX versus Snoop, that's coming up tomorrow. Actually, 
tomorrow evening, DMX versus Snoop. And I'm actually going to restream that tomorrow, I believe. I believe I'm going to restream that. Do I have to edit this out? I don't give a fuck. I'm going to restream it tomorrow, you know? And uh, <clears throat> who you going for? Snoop or DMX? It's an interesting battle. It's an interesting battle. When I first heard it, I was like, that's interesting. I'm not sure. But they're only doing like maybe 20 songs. So it's like they got to both bring out 20 songs and see who got the best catalog within those 20. Come on, Miss Mikey. Oh, I, I was just thinking about that. Like, I like, for, as far as like commercial success, I was I only like really knew about like Snoop Dogg. And then the only songs I know by um, DMX are, of course, the Rough Adders anthem, like that's on period. And um, the one where he's naming all them girls, Keisha, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, uh -huh. but like I actually can like I can actually like, I thought I loved you, Miss Mikey. <laughs> oh, well. again, that's that's just that's just again because Snoop Dogg was like I don't know I guess because he smoked weed and, like now he's Martha Stewart's like homeboy like I just oh, was shit. able to get it. I was just able to get the Snoop Dogg faster. <laughs> Well, you should oh definitely tune in tomorrow night because we're going to restream it and you're going to hear I am because like I, said, I only know a few DMX, of DMX, few DMX songs. Yeah, no, I, I got to. I got to. Kari, who you going for? Right. Though I've been listening to DMX since before he even had a deal, I'm going to have to go with Snoop on this one. What? I'm, I'm going to have oh, to go with shit. Snoop. This, this just, Yo, Kari, this just, Kari, uh, you think uh, next, uh, next filming, you're home by yourself. You're in Kari's <laughs> by yourself. I cannot condone this bullshit. Oh, man. Hell no. I'll tell you, yo, doggy style is like one of my, it's yo. my, doggy style is my favorite album of all time. <laughs> yeah, doggy style is my favorite album of all time. I such a headache right now. I'm going to take like three pills when I get off. So this like suit. this, this like, like okay. So so okay. And this is why I say this is why I say Snoop. This is why I say Snoop because I think Snoop has way too many songs that no matter what you play against it, that song is better. <laughs> you are what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You are bugging, yo. Okay. Uh, what? How is that like? So no matter what song you put against, it's gonna, like that is so biased and yeah, like not I like. Think, I think. Out. Nah, nah. Check this out. Give me Dark Man X all day. This Rough is... Riders all. No hurry. I'm talking to you. Dark Dark Man X. Give me Earl, yo. Oh, Give me man. Earl from Yonkers. The one that used to live on ravine, the one that used to steal from people, the one that smoked crack, the one that was in school. <laughs> Give me all of I that. Want, you know what? I'm I wonder if uh, I wonder if they. Uh, he's deaf. He's gonna play it. I wonder how it's gonna come off. I wonder how that song's gonna come off. Ain't no fun, Snoop Dogg. Ain't no fun. Yo, he played that. Um, fucking DMX could play. Y'all niggas wanna be killers? Get at me, dog. That won't what? go good when ain't no fun. What? I don't what? think so. I don't think Yo, so. He got so You know many why? Because it starts off with Nate Dog. When I met so you last night, baby. 
So see, see, see why people listen what you do. White people listen what you do, and then we research these songs. <laughs> this is what you do, white folks. Just listen. Just listen. I had respect now. for your baby, but but now I take it all back. Why? Nah, because you gave me all your pussy. Oh, and you know what else? You know what else? And you, you even lick my, my balls. <laughs> <laughs> Leave your number on the cabinet. And no. I promise, baby, I'll give you Y'all a call. Y'all about to have a versus battle now. <laughs> <laughs> I was Never. not supposed to know that song in 1990, what, two, three? I was what, like, God damn, 14? You know how old I was? <laughs> I was three. <laughs> well, what's gonna, Janae, I'm not talking to you either. What's gonna, uh, what's gonna be Drop It Like It's Hot? All right, hold on. Let me, let me find <laughs> <laughs> you get on my nerves. I'm just gonna put that up. What's gonna be Deep Cover? Whatever. I can feel it. What you really want from a nigga? And once Snoop gets start getting to his little dance, <laughs> though, and falling, can't get out. Yeah, slip and fall. That's gonna be depending on what song. See, DMX ain't no sunshine. I tell you what, DMX will have a chance if. He doesn't try to control what songs get played. Yo, if DMX <laughs> plays Party Up, it's over. Think about that beat, yo. And what, if, and what if when he plays that, Snoop Dogg plays G-Thing? California Love? Yeah, <laughs> <or> California Love. <laughs> it would be hard, Whatever. yo. You know? Or Whatever. two of America's most one. I, you know... I'm from the Bronx by way of Yonkers. I ride <laughs> with Rough Riders. I don't care what nobody says. It's Period. all Y-O and B-X. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. That's the home team, but I'm just I'm just going off just their catalog. I'm trying to keep no, no. I'm trying to keep personal bias out one, of it. You don't claim the Bronx. You you <laughs> claim Kuno or something like that. You were Daddy Yankee in them. Hey, I'm a Bronx nigga ah! residing in Florida. Hmm. You know? Hell no. In, in, in Tampa, go down to Ebor, you get me a nice Trick cigar. What's that? You claim Trick Daddy and Bobby Lights or some shit. No more no Bronx. Nan. You ain't no Nan. No, no, just, just Trick Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I fucks with Trick Daddy though. Trick Daddy got a hard catalog. Yo, Paul. You have to. <laughs> Yo, they battled. Did you did you see they battled uh Trick and Trina? Nope. Yeah, they actually Yeah, they their, were that was so that, that was so lame. They had their own little battle. They had their own little battle. That shit was lame as fuck. I actually and I, I love both. That was that was one of my early streams too. That was one of oh my early yeah, streams. no, I mean, it's the, like, like, of course I'm gonna vibe because, it's, but as far as the battle, like, man, that was basically like trick versus he broke half that shit. <laughs> <laughs> shots, those were shots. <laughs> but no, right. no, so yeah, I say no, Snoop. That, Mikey says Snoop because because Mikey doesn't know much of the X songs, and you say X because you're from New York by way of Yonkers. So I don't know if my vote counts. 
don't know if I love my skin anymore. And I'm no longer with Kari's crib. I resigned. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, man. Now I got to go find some shit to wear for that. Yeah, that's, that's tomorrow better night. We're going to start streaming that. I think that starts at 8. If it starts at 8, I guess we're going to start streaming about 7. So I'm telling you right now, I don't know if I will be able to sit still. Like, you're not going to get the... You're not, you're not gonna get all the smiles and shit. Well, give us everything that's Give us everything that DMX deserves, girl. If you gonna ride, you gonna ride. He gonna get it. Yeah, but tomorrow? my video is gonna be real blurry, Mikey. <laughs> girl, tomorrow be all right. PM. So we're gonna start streaming tomorrow at 7 p.m. Alright. You know, do Corey's crib live before the live stream. You know, and I, I think um, I think uh, Poppy Picasso might be joining us too tomorrow. And, uh, Ooh, uh, not, all right, uh, I'll get off in the bro. I'll come visit. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got, I got to uh, send him a message just to uh, double check and verify, but he might be joining us. Pop. All right, but uh, I well, think that's gonna wrap up for this evening. Awesome. You know? Thank you, Miss Mikey. Yes, thank you, no. Miss Mikey. I appreciate you. When you you said you got a book coming out soon, is that what you said earlier? No, no a mixtape. Thank you. Oh, um, an EP. Um, EP. It's gonna be out. It's gonna be out in December. I'll release a specific specific date where I feel like it. But um, no, definitely shout out to Kari's crib. Uh, it's yeah, the EP coming out is called O W um H F, and that's only we coast fold and. We just go up from there, and I appreciate the space. I appreciate the conversation, and I just appreciate dope fucking people. So thank you for having me in the crib. Well, thank thank you for coming out and joining us, joining the stream. And once you once you drop that uh, EP, let us know and uh, come back again and join us for a conversation and promote us some more. Okay, and you said this is gonna be recorded, right? Because because just in case you forgot, I'm gonna replay this. Yeah, this is gonna be on YouTube and Facebook, so it's gonna be there, man. All right, Beth, thank you so much. It was a pleasure meeting you, Mimi. You as well, Miss Mikey, my new sis. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> period. Y'all have a good night. All right, you have a good one. Bye, Mikey. That was Miss Mikey joining us. Mikey, yeah. Yeah, that was, a, uh, that was fun. That was fun. I had a good time. Absolutely. I had a good time. Yeah. Ms. Mikey was very detailed. I appreciated all of his thoughts on Black Lives Matter, on the care that black folk, as he says, uh, receive or don't receive mm -hmm. when seeking it um, through different centers and clinics. Um, yo, he's dope. Yeah. Now, now, do you see why? on all of the flyers and invitations I say tonight's dope guest because I invite dope guests to the show you know I mean you are <laughs> alright but I think that's about it I think we're going to wrap it up it's been a nice evening a good show thanks for joining me this evening Mimi and I think we're going to get ready to get up out of here cool beans alright don't cool. forget what's don't forget. Look at you. Pettybymimi.com. Pettybymimi.com. Pettybymimi at Gmail. Pettybymimi at Gmail. Pettybymimi on Instagram. Pettybymimi on Instagram. <laughs> and 
on Facebook? And on Facebook, motherfuckers. Get at it. Get at it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we going to get ready to get up out of here. <laughs> All right, I'd like to thank Miss Mikey for joining us. I'd like to thank everybody for joining us in the chat, all of my house guests. I'm glad y'all joined the stream. Y'all really uh, encouraged me to keep going and keep doing this thing here called Corey's Crib Live. And we go live every Tuesday and every Friday uh, evening at 9 p.m.-ish. You know, I'm a black guy, so it's not always right on time. I'll kill that stereotype one day, you know, when I maybe actually make a good chunk of change on this. And tonight, you know, this thing was pretty good tonight. I had a couple of bugs. I don't know what's going on. Whenever I hit a button here for some reason, it kind of gets rid of my my uh overlay at the bottom. Um, but yeah, you know, I like to thank all y'all for joining me. We're gonna get ready to get up out of here. I'm just making sure I uh, touched everything that I need to touch uh, topic-wise that we did. Yes, we did. Uh, DMX versus Snoop tomorrow evening. Um, 7 o'clock, we're going to start streaming. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a good versus battle. Uh, I'm going for Snoop. I'm going to have some voting going on in the in the chat during that uh, live stream tomorrow night. So make sure you check in and check it out um i think that's it yeah thanks to everybody we're about to get up out of here uh, i'm glad you joined me may the rest of your week be great do your best to stay sucker free and keep a smile on your face baby Here we are. If love took my breath, you gave me CPR. Pumped the love back into my heart. Time after time, I tore it all apart. I want to fucking heal after all these scars. All this pain, all I caused. You know my bullshit, you see my flaws. Since we can't rewind, can we just hit pause? See, I got my reasons, it was just because. I'm like every man that don't know I want until I fucking lost. And it's my fucking fault. If you don't trust no more. But I love you, baby, and to tell the truth, you should cut me off. Deep down, I love you, but I kind of hate your guts. I'm moving on, I don't think about you much. I'm a little bit, I'm slightly jaded. I'm fucked up, so I stay faded. Thinking about all the bullshit that I instigated. I initiated our downfall. I swore that you was gonna fight for love. Turned out you just gonna bounce on the nigga like round ball. That caught me off guard like a southpaw. So let me weave right and then move forward. I was looking for a heart like who saw? Trying to prove that it's right, but you ignored it. I felt so extorted. The price of this heart, I just can't afford it. So I'm moving out, I put my shit in storage. New crib, new clothes. Would you look at this? I got 
new hoes Kinda sucks that my heart's all froze How can I not chill if my heart's so cold? I didn't mean to become when I became when I began with you Damn, I fucked up and mishandled you I guess I gotta own the fact that I may have just damaged you No my I love yous or apologies, no damn it booze I guess we threw that house with dogs So let it burn and die out like candles do She loves me, she loves me now I'm an asshole, I make her hurt a lot She don't deserve it now I shot into her life like a shooting star Cause a mad case like a crashing car Now I came too far so I can't look away So here we are You are now tuned into Kari's Crib. Kari's Crib. Kari's Crib. Kari's Crib.